I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. For two years, we've been hearing about the Arab Spring and its triumphs and disasters. Syria falls in the latter category. Last week, the U.N. said 60,000 people have been killed in Syria since the revolution began there. A steady stream of images from Syria, pictures of the fighting of death and suffering, describe the hell that is life in a country at war. But even so, there are places in Syria where life goes on, where people still go to work, where children still attend school, and where young ballerinas still have their pictures taken. They were as serious about their ballet, about these portraits, as, you know, there's a crisis going on in the war. But for them, this is the absolute most serious moment. Emma LeBlanc witnessed that moment in a suburb of Damascus. LeBlanc is a 25-year-old Rhodes Scholar from Manchester, New Hampshire. In 2008, as an undergrad at Brown University, she took an Arabic language course in Damascus. She ended up staying in Syria for over four years. So when the Syrian revolution started, she was there. She saw how Syrians tried to maintain some sense of normalcy in their daily lives, even as the conflict escalated. LeBlanc began taking photos in the town of Sahnaya, a religiously diverse Damascus suburb that she says looks very much like any New England suburban town. Sahnaya was very pro-regime from the beginning of the revolution. And at the time when it started, no one really knew what the whole thing meant, right? No one knew if this was a revolution. Some people thought this was going to be an isolated event in Dera and possibly there would be reforms. That would be the end of it. Even when it spread to other cities, when it spread to homes, Syrians weren't sure whether simply the government would crush this movement and that would be the end. And so a lot of the suburbs around Sahnaya were also sort of sitting it out, waiting to see what would happen. And that changed for a lot of them, right? It's one of the centers of the conflict now is the, the suburbs of Damascus. But Sahnaya remains very pro-regime, partly because there are so many minorities and they, they are worried about what might come. They're worried about an Islamic revolution and, and what that would mean for them. And so when the pictures were taken, the revolution was mostly felt in Sahnaya in more material ways, in terms of shortages, food was getting harder to get, there was no heating oil, a lot of power cuts. The pictures were actually, we'd planned to take them for months with film, this large format, beautiful film camera. We got there to this basement room in the studio and realized there's no electricity. So it's pitch black in there. So we were able, you know, we took them with digital cameras and it was fine and you could see it. But this is how Sahnaya was experiencing it now. And since the pictures, it's changed, not in terms of the violence. There there is more fighting in and around Sahnaya. There are more checkpoints. You do hear shooting at night. And you can really hear them um, dropping shells on Deraya next door, right? Mm. That's where one of the sites of the biggest massacres of the revolution is, is literally a walk through the olive orchards away. But there are also a lot of refugees from other cities in Syria now in Sahnaya. So you see people living in tents and camped out in empty buildings all over. So not without risk to go uh, down the street to take your daughters to ballet class, but uh, kind of the certain sense of normalcy uh, in, in Sahnaya. There are a few smiles here among these girls, but mostly there's this kind of blank stare in their faces that contrasts, I find, really sharply with kind of these graceful poses they're trying to strike, these plies. Describe those faces for us. Sure. I mean, the the students seem, they are, they're very serious in the classroom. And it's funny because before and after the photographs, they're joking around. It's the normal chaos of ballet class, right? These five-year-olds in tutus. But 
the thing I liked about the pictures and the way that they pose in front of the cameras were they were as serious about their ballet, about these portraits as, you know, there's a crisis going on in the war. But for them, this is the absolute most serious moment. That's what those serious faces are. Absolutely. Um, it struck me that, uh, you know, these girls are someday going to grow up to be beautiful women. And then I thought, if they grow up, I mean, this is kind of a theme that I hear more and more from kids in refugee camps, Syrian kids in refugee camps. They talk about their friends who don't live anymore. How much were these girls connected to the conflict? Was it in their minds? It's really unclear to me, actually, how aware they are of what's happening in the rest of Syria. One of the things I was struck by in Sahna is the extent to which people were committed to denying the war. And I think part of that was self-preservation and also for their children's sake. There's this sense that you hold out till the last moment. You don't want them to have to face the reality of what's happening. And, and because it's happening on the other side of the olive orchards, you try to maintain appearances. And, and it's hard, right? Helicopters fly overhead and all the time. And it's in Sahna, you'll, you'll ask someone, what was that? Or where are they going? And they say, what was what? Now, you know, the war photographer is prone to uh, being in ditches and, and pitch battle. Why did you decide to take pictures of little girls in tutus to kind of illustrate war? So I, I had been to Iraq before, and so I had seen fighting and violence. I'd seen a little bit of what war looks like. And I was really struck in my own experience how little I felt I actually knew about Iraq, right? I could tell you people are fighting in Mosul today. This many people were shot but I had no idea of what people's lives looked like every day. And I, and I think that's important. And I think we can often lose a sense of humanity of the people whose lives are affected by war. When we see the only pictures we see are fighters. And when we see civilians, they're only wounded, they're crying, they're fleeing. We don't get to see people still trying to make their lives meaningful. And I actually, I took a year's worth of ballet classes at this gym, and this was an opportunity. And I was seeing up close that people were, they were struggling to, to live their lives and maintain some sense of normalcy. And that's what I wanted to capture. So when you go back and you look at these photographs, I mean, here's a, a candid shot taken before, maybe after a class, and the girls are gathered around. It's that chaos that you're talking about, right. a ballet class. What do you see now when you look in this? I worry about it, actually, because I think that that's not sustainable, right? This was taken a year into the revolution. And at that point, there was a real sense of relief for me to be part of that. There was also a sense of guilt that to be here in this comfortable, pleasant environment as terrible things are happening around. But for, for their own sakes, I, I was relieved. And that's already starting to change, right? Some of the dancers have left town. A lot of the Alawites in Sahnai are going to places like Tartus and Latakia, where they're largely Alawite areas and they and, feel And the safer. Alawites are generally pro-Assad. They are, largely because I think they've benefited well under the regime and are worried about Islamic revolution. And certainly in Sahnaya, that that's proven to be the case. You seem really determined to answer a lot of those questions that remain for you about Syria. You and your boyfriend, Phil, uh, also a journalist, live in Sahnaya and uh, you have an apartment there. D do you consider that your home right now? For a long time, I did. And on a personal level, I think that was one of the things that was hard for me about the revolution was understanding that this wasn't my home. I knew I would never be Syrian, but felt really comfortable there. Also, I wasn't sure how to make sense of my presence in Syria. Is this my fight to fight, right? These people are taking to the streets. They're risking their lives for principles and values that I also hold. But I don't know how to contribute to that. And I don't know what my role should be. I feel like I'm speaking to somebody who can really interpret Syria for me. So uh, kind of as an insider, Emma, what do you see happening for people in Syria over the coming year? And 
I mean, your your hopes and fears for for Siri. Uh, to be honest, I've been wrong about everything so far, um, <laughs> so I'm not sure I'm the right person to ask. I'm not asking for prognosis. Yeah, but I mean, I w- I would never have predicted the revolution there in the first place. Right. To be honest. I think there's a lot of talk now about an Islamic revolution, about if and when the Assad regime falls. And I think at this point, a lot of people assume it's a when, not an if, that there will be an Islamic government, that it will not be a democratic transition. And I still hold out a lot of hope for Syria in that regard. Syrians are working really hard to make sure this does not become a sectarian war, to make sure that when Assad is gone, there is democracy. Some of the young activists I know, when they go around the country delivering aid, delivering medicine, they go around very consciously in mixed sect teams, right? So an Alawite woman with her hair uncovered, along with a Druze guy, a Sunni guy, and another Christian woman, they go, they'll go to Deda, they'll go to Homs, and they're just trying to reaffirm every day that Syrians are in this together. Mm. And even the Muslims that I know, and even those who would like to see some sort of Islamic government one day who are involved in this revolution, they'd like to see a democratically elected Islamic government. Emma LeBlanc, thanks so much. Thank you. New Hampshire native and Rhodes Scholar Emma LeBlanc on her experience in Sakhnaya, Syria. You can see Emma's photos of young ballerinas there at theworld.org.